for episode 77 of Shit Gamers Say. Um, me being Peter. The last time I did this, I didn't say what my name was. My name's Peter. Usually I have my friend Joe here with me. Uh, he decided to be all cool and shit and move to California without a laptop. Yeah, so he he's not going to be able to record until he gets a new laptop, which should be soon. He's going to get a new laptop soon. Uh... Provided by Cisco, his his new employer, um, his new employer. Yeah, he's gonna be employee, employer employee relationship going on there. And uh, yeah, but um, until then, he can't. He's not gonna be on this podcast. Not gonna be on the. Just gonna be me. No one else. No one else on this podcast. Just me. Uh, so if you don't like that, you can leave. And yeah, he's definitely not gonna be on this podcast. There's no way. Like we can't. We can't be letting Joe into our secret party time podcast. Speaking of party time podcasts, I've been playing Amplitude. Amp- do you guys know what Amplitude is? I really hope you do. So Amplitude was a was a game that came out in the early 2000s for the PlayStation 2, made by Harmonix. Does Harmonix sound familiar to you? I certainly hope so, because they are the ones that created Guitar Hero and they also created Rock Band. And they created Dance Central. So basically, they make a lot of music games. And before that, they made Frequency and Amplitude, both in a similar vein, basically uh, rhythm games where you would use the shoulder buttons to hit beats and then switch around on various tracks um, of play. And the different tracks would be, uh, you know, different instruments. So say, like, drum tracks. Actually, some of them have multiple drum tracks based on, I don't know, different types of drums. It's not set in stone like in Rock Band where it's like, oh, there's the guitar, and then there's the bass, and then there's the drums, and the da 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 No, this is more like, okay, so this is this singer, and then this is, like, oh, some, like, weird piano bits, and the, the horns over here, and uh, and it changes based on the song. It's very contextual, and it's really cool. But they made a new one and it came out a few weeks ago. Um, I supported the Kickstarter project for it. Uh, put a lot of money into it because I believe in them. And uh, it, I had access to it early, but I've been so busy that, that I didn't take advantage of that early access. So instead, I waited until the main release for the game. And yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I, I have to say, I very much enjoyed playing it um i need to so i played through all of the difficulties except for the last one um it gets fucking hard like it's really hard um the the second to last difficulty uh just barely beat it um and uh on the last difficulty i think i'm like halfway through basically it's rough um at some point i need to go back and do it cuz i i know i can i believe in myself i believe i could do it my throat is Oh, what happened? It was so... Things were so... Oh, I was so optimistic about this earlier. I was singing some Guns N' Roses. Like, my voice was great. Now I can barely talk. What the hell happened in the last hour? Is it because I ate eggs? 
Are eggs the cause? Oh no, it's the protein. I drank a big protein shake with milk. The milk's probably gumming me up. Ah, yeah. Yep. But back to Amplitude. So it's a lot of fun. It's it's one of those games that is just like a very unified experience. Just you you have to kind of play it in one you kind of have to play it in just one big sitting. At least that's how I felt when I was playing it. Because all the songs are like it's almost like an album. It's almost like an album in that it's designed to go through certain peaks and valleys of the types of songs that you're playing and all the stuff is kind of thematic and kind of tells a story in a weird way even though it's just music game it's just a music game with various songs but they really kind of nail it and um wow like I don't know it's it turned out better than I thought it was going to because I was kind of scared because I kept delaying it it was supposed to come out in the summer so I guess they delayed it for about six months maybe even longer eight months they delayed it a long time, um, so I'm just glad that it's good. And yeah, you gotta get back to it. It looks beautiful. It's fun to play, and I don't have many complaints. The only complaint I have is that I can't figure out that. And it, it's the same thing that I had with uh, Guitar Hero Live. They use this newfangled way to sync up the audio and video. It's like what ha- what was wrong with the old way? What, why is this new thing like? hit the button when the a bell hits a gong or what well, the ball hits a bell like I don't it's the, it's the same basic concept that Guitar Hero Live had and I I don't get it I, at some point I might figure it out but for now I'm playing with quite a bit of lag I, like I can notice it and it's not too bad I was able to beat the second hardest difficulty so yeah and apparently there's a whole, a whole bunch of bonus songs from various video games. I haven't gotten to those yet. I've just been playing the single player. So I guess I'll get to those once I beat... I guess I don't have to beat the single player on the hardest difficulty, but I'd like to before I go to the bonus. But yeah, I want to check those out because, yeah, there's a lot of songs from various games. Oh, what was it? There's some song from Skullgirls, and I like Skullgirls. So it's got good music. Skullgirls is very jazzy. Yeah. So yeah, Amplitude. And I was also playing Hatofu Boyfriend. Hatofu Boyfriend is a pigeon dating simulator. You play as a female, as a female human. Not a female pigeon, as a female human. And you're in this world of pigeons. Why you're the only human female? I have no idea. Why are they all pigeons? I don't fucking understand. But the puns are strong with this one. It's funny. It's it's basically just a bunch of text boxes and you go through a story mode. And it's pretty short, but you play it multiple times because there's a lot of endings. And I've only gotten to one ending so far, and that ending is just you dying. So I guess I got the bad ending. I actually got a trophy that said it was the bad ending, so I know it's the bad ending. I guess I suck at dating pigeons. I'm just not good at dating. I, I don't understand the pigeon. And I'm going to play this game until I understand the pigeon. i got to keep playing this game until I understand pigeons. Speaking of pigeons, so I went to GTX KC. I forget what GTX stands for, but basically it was a gaming convention in Kansas City. It was the first year that this was ever held, and it shows. It was a very small convention. It was in a big uh, venue, and they did not fill it. Which, I guess if they were in a smaller venue, it would feel bigger because we'd be more packed. 
But it was interesting. I had some fun with it. I only went there for a few hours because I had other things to do that day. Um, and I can get that later. But it was fun. They had some turn- various tournaments for a whole bunch of different games. They had guests. Apparently they had some uh, voice actors from Funimation. I'd never heard their names before. Apparently they were in like various animes in America. Someone, someone loves it. Someone, someone's into it. Um, so yeah. Uh, and then they had a Nintendo room. I hung out in the Nintendo room and played some smash with some people. They kicked my ass cause I haven't played it in a while. And they clearly had been practicing up for a tournament. And I hung out with a few people that I knew there and we got some Mexican food and then, and then, and then I ate a cow tongue, a fucking cow tongue. It was weird, but also very interesting and kind of delicious. It was kind of stringy and kind of porous, but it tastes basically like beef. So it was basically like a cow tongue. I got it on this weird sandwich thing. A sorta? Is it sorta? Sortas? It's basically a Mexican sandwich um, with some cow tongue on it. It was very tasty, and they that place was no no joke. Their their uh, salsa, holy shit! Like that was some hot salsa. Like don't fuck with that place. They'll just throw salsa in your face, and you'll be dying. So yeah, that was fun. And then later the day that day, I went to the Garmin Winter Event. Yeah, I, I you know what I I hope I remember to do this. I I'm gonna put a note here. I need to put a note. Okay, let me type this. Give me a second. Sorry, I'm not good at talking and typing. Can you hear my typing? Probably not. Okay. Ah! Okay, hopefully I remember. But that Garmin Winter event, I recorded some Snapchats of some stuff that was going on, but not that min- that much. It was kind of weird in a weird way. So it was open bar from 6 to 8, which, okay, sure. You got me to go at 6. I didn't really want to go that early, but I did just to get the free drinks. And then after that, I didn't want to pay any money, so <laughs> I didn't buy any drinks because they were ridiculous. It was like $7 for a shot. Get the hell out of here, man. Get the hell out of here. But um, it was fun. I got to hang out with some coworkers. And then they had this entire thing where like, oh, everyone congregate at, was it 11? Congregate at 11 at this one place. Like, okay, we'll see what's going on at 11. They show some various funny videos that they record with the president of the Garmin. Okay, sure, that's interesting. But then they have this... They have basically three um, easels with, like... um, Oh, gosh. Like, the thing that you paint on. I'm so... I'm I'm terrible. I know I'm terrible. But basically, three easels that can be painted on. And they're just like, This guy! I I forget his name, because I didn't know who he was to begin with. This guy is some famous painter dude And he's gonna paint blah 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 to music It's like okay So they have this other guy that's a singer Doing covers of various pop songs That range like Range between like Old Michael Jackson Even even before like 70's type stuff All the way to like today's Like you know Yeah All the way to today's greatest hits And This guy's singing and it's okay I guess but kind of bad cover and then the other guy's painting to the beat and in in between the beats they're coming together and like 
fist bumping and the other guy's singing too. And so they painted three people and I'm trying to remember what they were. Um, the three people were so random. It was Marilyn Monroe. Okay. I don't understand. Um, Albert Einstein and Elton John. What did those three people have in common? And what do those three people have anything to do with Garmin? It was a Garmin event. So it was it was weird. I don't know. I recorded some stuff. I hope I remember to splice that the music in right now. I forgot I'm sorry that there's a big gap in the podcast it's my fault um and yeah yeah it was a, it was a ton of fun got home late uh there was a lot of food there but I didn't eat any of it because I was too busy doing other things um they had gambling fake gambling obviously um but you know you could play blackjack or Texas Hold'em so yeah that's basically well Okay, well, there's a few things that I need to get to that are not news. Well, you know what? This one can wait till news. This other one is urgent and it's not news. So I listened to this radio show called The Church of Laszlo. It's a radio show that uh, airs in Kansas City. Uh, you can also get it online with a podcast. And I think they also just rec- uh, let you listen in on the website, maybe. I don't know. I know that a lot of people that are not in Kansas City listen to it. Um and they brought my attention to something. Apparently, so each year Pornhub, yes, there's going to be some porn talk. Pornhub puts out a basically kind of analysis of how porn has changed over the past year. And it's like, oh, yeah, this this search term is a thousand percent more popular than last year. Blah, 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 blah. You know what search term grew by 400 percent on Pornhub this year or this past year, 2015? Minecraft porn. What the fuck is Minecraft? Okay, so you know what? I've never looked up Minecraft porn. I have no reason to. But these guys on the radio show looked it up. And basically, as far as I can tell, it's they, they said it's one of two things. Either they're just Minecraft videos that are on Pornhub for some reason. And then maybe there's like a streamer guy being like, erotic in some way I don't know but it just seems like it's just some guy playing Minecraft that's kind of weird and the second one was a regular girl doing it with a blocky ass dude like Minecraft dude that's fucked up like why are we searching for uh, I don't want to live in a world where people that grew up with Minecraft are turned off are turned on by the thought of Minecraft porn. What a weird... Like, this is like furries times 11. Like, plus one to fur... Like, when I was at GTXKC, there was a furry, and he was dressed up as a bird. 
I'll take that before fucking Minecraft, dude. But yeah, whatever. I'm I'm being silly here, though. Like if it, whatever you're attracted to, do your thing. But yeah, it's it's not for me. Probably not even for me the bird. Like I'm not into the bird thing either. But I'm definitely not into the Minecraft thing. So, ah, uh, I guess it's news. News. So. Th- this is an interesting one. So Amazon has had their subscription service, Amazon Prime, for quite some time. And it's a good deal. I have Amazon Prime. It's a good deal. They've added a new thing to Amazon Prime. Whoa, I just burped. Okay. I, they added a new thing to Amazon Prime where you get 20% off new, quote-unquote, new games. So it's basically pre-orders and games that have come out in the past, like, two weeks, I think. Um Okay, that's nice. The only issue I have with that is that Best Buy does that for all games, not just brand new ones or ones that are 60 bucks or ones that just came out. Best Buy does that for everything, and their membership is 30 bucks, and I got it for 3 bucks. while an Amazon Prime membership is $100 a year, I believe. So... For if, yeah, uh, I mean, there's other things on Amazon Prime, so this is a good bonus. But since I'm already part of that Best Buy thing, it's not like a good deal. But what I was amazed by was how how many people didn't know about the Best Buy deal. Like people on all the gaming sites that I go to, besides Cheap Ass Gamer, because Cheap Ass Gamer because Cheap Ass Gamer knows about this shit. It's fucking Cheap Ass Gamer. They're cheap ass people. They're trying to get the best game deals for you and for your friends and everyone. Cheapy D. You are God, and you've saved me so much money in my life. But yeah, so many of the game sites that I follow were just like, oh, this is a great thing, blah, blah, blah. Not even mentioning the Best Buy thing. I'm like, Best Buy's been doing this for years, and the deal's even better at Best Buy because it's everything. It's not just past two weeks. Like, I can go there and get a game that was that's three years old, and it's 19 bucks, and then still get 20% off of that, so... It's not as good of a deal, but it's something. Um, I guess when it comes to brand new release games, it's the same thing either way. So I'd probably go with the Amazon just because it's a... Uh... Well, actually, would I go with Amazon? Because Best Buy still has the re- reward points. And sometimes they do $10 gift certificate. It's still not a good, as good of a deal. Because the $10 diff- gift certificates for pre-orders, a lot of the major games have those. And then they have reward certificates... And I have the Best Buy credit card that gives me another 5% back. So, it's still not as good of a deal. Like, it's crazy what Best Buy is doing. I don't know how they're making any money on it, but they it's existing. Yeah, it's still not as good of a deal as the Best Buy thing. So, yeah, scratch that. I will, I will still be buying all my retail games from Best Buy. Uh, that's just how it is. Even though I hate Best Buy. Don't get me wrong. I fucking hate Best Buy. They're terrible. Um... But they just have cheap games. Uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, let's continue with the news. What I got here. I got to... I'm holding off on this. I'm holding off on this so hard because I don't want to explode yet. I'm, I don't want to let the anger in. So we're going to go to something else. So Life is Strange came out um, digitally quite a while ago at this point. But apparently they're releasing a commentary track... There'll be free DLC for all the digital versions. So not the disc version, which is kind of weird. But hey, like, I like that kind of stuff. Um, 
I've only ever played the first episode of Life is Strange. I'd be interested in playing the other ones. Um, and yeah, I like director's commentaries. I listened to the ones from like Portal and what was it? Uh, Thomas Was Alone. Is that the one with the blocks? The, the squares? I think that's it. So yeah, I'd like to listen to those. Those are interesting. Um, well, something that's far less interesting is that PSN gave all of the subscribers a one day free basically one day of free service because of the outage that happened during Christmas. There was an outage. There was a service outage during Christmas time. Um, oh, actually, it wasn't Christmas time. It was January 4th. Wow, the day before my birthday. Okay. The weird thing is, like, one day, like, I guess, like, why even waste the time? Like, it's a one day. And the weirdest part is that you have to put a code in. It's not even automatic. So, I don't know. If it was just automatic, then okay. But I don't... I put the code in, because why not? But I know some people are just going to be like, oh, fuck that, man. I have to type in a code? Like, I'll just not... Like, it's one day. It's a day. It's a day. That's nothing. That's... How much do you pay for a year of PS Plus? Like, 50 bucks for paying full price? 40 if you have, like, a cool deal? Like, how much... That's, like, 10 cents... Am I doing the math right? Is that 10 cents? That's like nothing. Okay. Um, oh, and then coming back to Amplitude, apparently, so, unfortunately, a lot of people have been dying lately, which makes me sad. And one of them was David Bowie. And now a lot of stuff has been coming out about different things that he was either working on or in. And apparently David Bowie was almost in the original Amplitude on PS2. And they have these, like, character models that you can look at and... I don't want to go into the details because it's kind of there's not that many details. But hey, if if you want to go see David Bowie's face on an amplitude model, go check that. Go look for that. Like, yeah, it's interesting. And uh, imagine if he had been in the game, that would have been cool. Um. Oh God, this was a bad idea. Okay, eating right before this was a bad idea. Now I gotta ba- go to the bathroom. We can't stop. We can't stop this train. It's got to keep going. And we're not going to stop because we're on the final news story before the last news story. The final news story before the last story. news story, which is the Amiibo Minute. The Amiibo Minute. It's going to be more than a minute this time. A lot of things are happening in the Amiibo universe. New Amiibo are coming. The Shovel Knight Amiibo came out. And its box allows the Amiibo to be scanned from the outside without opening it. Thank you, Yacht Club. Thank you. Thank you for doing what Nintendo didn't have the fucking balls to do. Because in those other ones, you have to open them to use them. So, and it was sucky because other Toys to Life don't do that. The Lego ones and Disney Infinity and Skylanders, you can scan them through the boxes. So you could have an inbox collection and still use them. But with Amiibo, if you wanted to have an inbox collection but still use them, you had to buy two. Which is smart for Nintendo. I guess they get extra sales. It worked on me. I have two of every single fucking Amiibo. Not every single, but most of them. And, yeah. I, it, it just, it's, it, I'm, I'm glad that Yacht Club has some respect for their, for their uh, customers. Um, hopefully, they will be rewarded by having uh, good sales of that Amiibo. I know their game already sold pretty well, so hopefully the Amiibo, which unlocks new stuff in the game, in the in the Shovel Knight game. 
So hopefully that uh, works out for them. What I hope doesn't work out for someone else is that the Roy Amiibo is exclusive to GameStop. Stop it. Just stop doing that, Nintendo, please. These exclusives... These exclusives hurt your fan base. They put us through shit, and we don't like that. Like, your most hardcore hardcore fans are the ones that are being affected by this, and they're the ones that you don't want to piss off because we'll just, you know, get upset and leave. Um, But no, uh, they open pre-orders, but of course, GameStop sucks. And it's only online. You can't pre- buy it in store. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. That I wouldn't care if they didn't make you pay shipping. Three ninety nine shipping on something that's twelve bucks. I'm paying an extra third of the cost on shipping. How much money do you think GameStop's fucking raking in on that shit? That's bullshit. And they've been doing this forever. They've done it with every amiibo thing. Like they're doing the, they're doing this on purpose. They they have to be. There's no way they're not. Um, good for them for abusing uh, their customers. Uh, but it's it is getting annoying. It's kind of upsetting. Uh, and if it's anything like the other Fire Emblem amiibo, it'll be fucking impossible to get. For some reason. Nintendo doesn't understand that people love Fire Emblem. Though, Nintendo has been getting better at uh, stocking Amiibo. I even saw the the Chibi Robo Amiibo for $6.66 on Amazon. Yeah, 666. Yeah, just buy it. Just 666. Don't worry about it. Just buy it. Um, So, yeah, that's been heavily discounted. I'm going to guess because no one knows who Chibi Robo is. And that makes me sad because I fucking love Chibi Robo. Um, maybe they'll make a game. Oh wait, they did. It was okay. It wasn't that bad. A lot of people say it's bad. I thought it was kind of cute. It was it was it a fantastic game? No, but was it like what was what did, what did, what did IGN give it a three? It's not a fucking. It's not a three. A three is like an inherently broken game. I'd say it's like a six, like a five or a six, like eh, mediocre, not fantastic not terrible but uh yeah they announced some new uh animal crossing amiibo including such favorites as cap'n yeah we like cap'n uh timmy and tommy yep we love those those uh those sons of nook and uh rover the cat and summer isabel you know why it's summer isabel because they already released isabel it's only like the third wave of these Animal Crossing Amiibo Nintendo and you're already on to fucking alternate variants? Like, are you kidding me? Like, it wouldn't... It'd be one thing if it was like, oh, it's uh, normal Rossetti and angry Rossetti or like Tom Nook being a badass and then Tom Nook being a money grubber. Like, it's fucking Isabel. Like, who fucking cares? It's a fucking dog that looks cute. Like, give me something cool if you're going to do alternate variants. When you look at these two different versions of Isabel, they're exactly the same, except for her shirt. That's the only difference. Her her clothes are different. Her face is the same fucking expression. It's, uh, it's kind of 
I don't I don't get it. I don't understand the love of Isabel. Like it's she's literally the most boring Animal Crossing character. I Timmy and Tommy are more interesting and they're fucking kids. Cat like Cap'n, yeah. Give me Cap'n. Give me four Cap'n variants. One in like a a boat. Make another one like at a bar and he's kind of little tipsy because he's been drinking. Yeah, give me give me that. Don't give me these Isabel. I don't want Isabel. Get Isabel out of here. Uh, so let's close that tab. I've talked about it. Well, yeah, we talked about it, but uh, I do have a guest on this podcast. Hopefully we're going to call the guest. He's our esports expert. He's our esports expert. He knows everything about sports. He loves the Bengals. Um, that's unrelated to esports, I guess. And yeah, he's our expert. Uh, let's call him and see if he answers. He's busy. You can't be busy. You decided to answer, eh? Uh, no, I was uh, I was browsing on my phone, and just as I was going back, right as I was hitting the back button, fucking <laughs> Skype just pops up. It's like you're getting a call from Peter, and I just I hit the back button, and then you were gone. Uh, well, and then you were gone. I've been Why so you- I've been talking to the viewers about how um the you're viewers? our you're our what sport- are they viewing? What are they viewing? Uh, listeners, uh, thank they're, you. they're viewing the RSS feed. They're looking. Yes. F- they're looking for mistakes. Finding, finding. Uh, you know, you coding. Published dates. Yeah. Yep. 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 Syntax errors. All that good. Syntax stuff. errors. The it always says that it came out at five a.m., but really it didn't. Like stuff like that. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. You caught me. You caught me. Sometimes, sometimes they're posted at four a.m. Oh, but man. I can't change. The, I don't know. I can't. I can't do computers. So, so yeah. right now, listeners, we're talking to Jose, um, Jose, uh, Jose, Jose De, de Los. Jose yes. De Los. Yep. He's Jose de Los. he's our sports operative. He's like our sports oh, expert oh. out on the streets finding sports news. Really, just just loitering outside of bars until two a.m. Yep, and then. Uh, Yep, this interviewing drunk assholes. Yep, exactly. Uh, I mean, so we need you to find the scoops, especially now that esports uh, are becoming a thing. Uh, I thought you were. <laughs> uh, I thought you were going in a completely different direction with what? all of this. Uh, no, fuck your esports. Let's talk about football real quick. Oh, uh, I, I didn't t- think you wanted to talk about that after what happened. I do. I don't, but I have to. Okay. Because I'm in the grieving process. Okay, tell me about I, it. Tell me about so, it. So, I walked into a bar two Saturdays, two Saturdays ago, right before the Bengals Steelers game, and Kansas had just played, and they had just beaten. Uh, who did they play? Who did Kansas play? They played somebody. The point, they played the Texans. They walloped the Texans 30 to nothing. And as I'm walking into the bar, some drunk-ass Kansas fan 
comes up to me. He's like, I bet $5,000 on the Bengals. <laughs> this Steelers fan can suck it. And there's this Steelers fan at this table who's just kind of like shaking his head like, what is this guy all about? And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, don't ever bet on the Bengals. And sure enough, sure enough, with one minute, with one minute, 30 seconds left in the game, a turnover gives it to the Steelers and, ah, uh, uh, fuck football. Okay, I'm yep. done. I'm I had so, to get that out there. So but I e-sports. so I went to I, I talked about this earlier in this episode. Um, yes. I went to a gaming convention this past weekend, and oh, my there condolences. was so there was a guy that gave a presentation about swords, and he was kind of cool. And he, <laughs> but he, are you serious? Yeah, are you shitting me? Yeah, he was talking about katanas and shit. Ah, oh, fuck off! Like he 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 it was it was interesting. He knew a lot of history about I the bet katana. He did. I bet he knew a lot about katanas. <laughs> but um, fucking nunchucks. No, no, no wanna nunchucks. See, only only katanas. Oh, you want to see my katana? <laughs> want to see a katana? Don't you dare say anything about Fluttershy. <laughs> But no, will, he, he was he was excited about football, and he was saying like, "Oh yeah, no, like I love I love football, and I, and I don't really have like a favorite team. I just like to, to watch pretty much all of it." And he's like, <laughs> "Except crazy. for except for one team, there's one team I really don't oh, like yeah. to watch." Mm-hmm. Oh you know, really? You know what team he said? I I want to say the Steelers. No, but I, he's probably going to say something that I'm not going to agree with. He said he really <laughs> hates watching the Bengals. Yep, <laughs> and yep. I I burst out yep. laughing. I burst out of laughing. Of course, but of course, the motherfucker from Kansas, <laughs> of course, the motherfucker from Kansas would be like, "Yeah, the one team I hate is the small ass market team in the south of Ohio." Ah, fuck! Everyone can suck my dick. I think I don't his care. main burn, complaint was that he felt like uh, he, they're wasting playoff spots. They're just because they, they make it. To, they they fuck up too much. Yeah, they make it to the they've made it to the playoffs five years in a row and have lost in the first round each and every time. And everyone's <laughs> like, "Can we get another team in the playoffs now? The Bengals are just wasting our playoff spots." And it's like, "Fuck off!" The Texans went to the playoffs this season and they suck dick. Like, come on. <sighs> what a year! What's gonna be the the Bengals of esports, Joe? The Bengals of esports? Uh, it's probably gonna be a well. A, Oh wait, like a game game wise? No, like, like a team team. team of, uh, you know, generic esports team. It really depends Sports because. <laughs> it, I mean, it really depends because you know, I, typically I think it's a safe bet to say that probably some North American team is gonna suck, but. I don't know. It's because yeah. it's you know the games are all different for different region. Different regions excel at different games. You know all that good stuff. I don't know jack shit about esports. I just know about the games that exist. Well, damn it. See, I I, I count it, I count on you to be the sports master. And now that ESPN is officially covering esports, I mean, there has to be a sport now, right? Well, let me tell you something <laughs> about ESPN. A recent poll came out that said fifty eight percent of people would drop ESPN if it meant they could save $8 on their cable subscription. So ESPN can do whatever the fuck they want with esports, but no one wants to watch ESPN anymore. (laughs) It's just, they're, they're not, they're only, the only real good thing that ESPN is good at covering is like college football. So the fact that they're even humoring esports is amazing to me because like no one even goes to them for regular ass sports anymore. 
I don't, I don't, this is all interesting though, because I think they're just kind of, kind of cornering the market. I think this has all been like a kind of a move for them to be like, well, if we don't do this now, someone else will do it. Um, but they're probably going to put in as little effort as possible. You know, they just, they just want to stake their claim and then be done with it and then hope it all blows over. I, I think I'm more interested with like kind of what Blizzard and those guys are suggesting because I know a lot of people have been kind of giving them shit about like, oh, well, they don't have enough games to cover the whole like mantra, like what well, with their acquisition of MLG. But I mean, they don't they don't have to only do Blizzard games, do they? I mean, maybe it'll go against their bottom line, but if they can act as a medium to broadcast that stuff, they're still making money either way, right? Yeah, I mean, I I think they could probably do any game. Um, I think the big thing would be that uh, even if they wanted to do that, a lot of the publishers of other titles might not be into having them cover them, yeah. their games. And that's true. And I think what they would have to do, the nuance that they would have to take with this is they would have to do something like what a lot of fighting game tournaments do and that they're like largely a conglomerate of all these different IPs and they just use it as a medium to host it. Like I don't necessarily know if like Capcom would be opposed to having something like say street fighter, make an appearance as like an esport under whatever banner Activision is trying to do. I'm sure blizzard might have it. The only it, it's all about how they monetize this. Honestly, like if they can get advertising dollars, whose pocketbook is getting like filled with cash, but I think there's a way they could get it to work. As as kind of weak as the MLG license is nowadays, what with like Dota and League of Legends being the primary esports on the scene, um, I do think that there is a there there has to be. If we can get fucking Final Fantasy characters in a goddamn Disney game, I think they can find some compromise <laughs> to get uh, to get a larger variety of esports under this kind of banner if they want to build this uh, this league. I'm still super skeptical. I don't think the future is in esports, personally. I think esports are yeah. kind of like... I don't think they're a fad. I think they're here to stay, but I think the games that people play competitively will come and go. They're not timeless. So, you know, that's going to be, in my opinion, the real challenge in the next, like, decade is how they manage the eventual waning of, say, League of Legends or Dota. Yeah, that's how I feel too. And also just I feel uh video games in general it's kind of hard to really um watch them it, it, having other people play them, you know. It, most of people like I don't think it's going to be as mainstream as they're trying to bill it as. Like it's going to be a niche thing. I very much agree with that. I don't I don't think until like the whole population of the United States starts actively playing video games, it's not going to happen. And I don't think that that's just ever going to happen. Cause even now people in our own age group are not necessarily gamers and don't take an interest in that stuff and that's fine. So, but yeah, it's, it, that'll be, again, this is all like, I feel in a decade from now, maybe even two decades, we could have a better understanding of how this is all going to evolve and how people will consume this and from there like 
maybe they could get something with a little bit more continuity of esports, like have longer lines of teams that jump from games to games or whatever the flavor of the month is. Um, yeah, I just I just don't put a lot of stake in esports is ever like exploding. Like it's big now, but what is big? What is honestly big in the grand scheme of things? People quote the numbers about like, oh, League of Legends had more viewers than the Super Bowl. And it's like actually it had more streaming viewers than the Super Bowl, yeah. which was about like 38 million. The Super Bowl has an audience of about 150 million in like the United States. You know, that's one country sport. Cricket has like the highest, I think has broken the record for the highest viewership. The point oh. being is, the point being is it's all about how many people they can reach with this kind of stuff. And you're already appealing to just gamers and gamers in like a select handful of countries. So, yeah. And, and I think the difference with uh, esports, at least how I see it, is that I don't think people, especially now, how people are conditioned that you can watch an esport for free on Twitch or in the client. Um, I don't <laughs> think people are conditioned to pay for esports. So yes. when it's like, oh, it's on ESPN, it's like, well, I bet most of these people that are watching these Twitch streams don't even have ESPN. Yes, more than likely. And and much what's much worse, especially with like the champions like League of Legends and all that stuff, is those streams, those series as if you will, go on for like days at a time, for hours on like at a time. Whereas like football you know, has a designated slot on weekends. Like one, there's always a game at one thirty. There's always a game at four fifteen. There always is a game at eight fifteen. This is always how it is every Sunday, no exception. And the problem with esports is it's so much more sporadic. It's so un- non-standardized that if if ESPN could be covering something else right now, then they're going to do that. And as of right now, from a cable perspective like football and all those other typically American sports will dominate that conversation and will wedge out any other sort of like viewership that esports might have and still have cable. And also everyone's going to go to Twitch anyway, because you can have ad block. <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. Once they have ad block on cable. Oh, uh, a-, <laughs> a girl can dream, can't they? I got, I got internet. I, I've been moving. Finally, in. Jesus Christ! Like, finally, oh my God! A, after the last twenty-three years of not having internet, living a young Amish lifestyle out in rural <laughs> Ohio, I finally have acquired the devil's cord, the cable box, mm. and I'm getting 150 megabits for about uh, 75 bucks a month. That's which yeah. that's in, that's including a base package and cable because apparently. Well, and I'm sure you knew this already. You can't get internet for cheaper than getting internet and cable. Well, no. Well, you can. You can. You can. Um, but there's. Uh, well, basically, right now, at least for me, I have internet and phone, but I never use the phone because it literally costs more to just have the internet <laughs> and not the phone. It's like it's this dumbest shit ever. Yeah. At least with the cable thing, I was like, I really don't want cable. Like, okay, well. You don't have to have the cable. I'm like, okay, thank God. 
See, like, the, yeah, that's what it was. Like, I wanted to get 150 and it was going to cost me about 90 bucks a month. And I'm like, well, uh, I guess so. Like, why not? And then the person's like, well, you can get the 150 still, but you can also get, like, 75 channels for 75 bucks a month, like, for both. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, sign me up. Like, yeah, sure, okay. God. But it was interesting because I was uh, I went on their website looking at their prices, and I decided to read the fine print, which there really isn't that much of it. But they're like, yeah, after a year, this goes back up to like regular rates, which yep. for me was $115 or whatever. So I called the guy up, and he we're working out this deal, and he's just like, well, I just like slyly mentions like, so what does it go to after a year? And he's like, oh, it goes back up to 115 but then you can just call us again, cancel your contract, and start a new one. And it basically shattered what everything I understood about how like the cable companies stealthily raise your rates or something like is it I mean people, they they stealthily do it, but most people just don't notice because they have it on auto pay which is that makes sense, but not knowing that that's going to happen eventually because everyone I've ever talked to is like, well, I need to call up and I need to get angry. I need to get angry and talk to the cable company and be like, hey, you're screwing me and then like basically everyone's like yeah if you threaten to cancel they'll work out a new deal and the guy on the phone was like no like just tell us to cancel the contract and start a new one and we'll do it like it didn't he didn't make huh. there was no song and dance to that's what it, he was suggesting that's I don't interesting because i feel like maybe they've gotten more loose on that but usually they say like oh only new customers blah 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 well then just call them up once be like i want to cancel and oh, yeah, then yeah. and then call the like worst case scenario. Unless, unless you're AT and T, because I threatened to cancel at AT and T, and they were just like, "Okay, bye." I was like, "Really? Okay, you're not even gonna try to keep me? What a shitty fucking company!" Could you could you possibly just call AT and T, cancel it, and then start it up again? I didn't want it though. The reason why I canceled was because their service was so bad. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I was just amazed that they didn't even try to keep me. They were just like, "Okay, bye." It's like okay, you well, don't you don't want my money? <laughs> you really don't want the money? It's like really a catch twenty two because honestly, we all just kind of want them to not upsell us shit. But the one time we do want them to upsell us shit, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I that was like my first real adult decision coming out here was like, do I want AT and T or Comcast? And I looked up the AT and T, and their internet was like sixty five megabits was where it topped out at. Yeah, and it was like eighty bucks a month, and I'm like, I can get. Th almost three times that for like five to ten dollars less yeah. like why would i even that's kind of dumb now i'm waiting dumb. uh so my apartment complex apartment complex doesn't have google fiber and i don't think it will be but i'm uh -huh. kind of looking into moving uh probably this summer and mm -hmm. wherever i move i'm definitely gonna g get google fiber because it's everywhere now joe like it's, really? it's everyone I know has it now. Is there like no discussion with your apartment? Like this is the comp is the apartment complex just too cheap about it or like, so what, what like I've, I've talked to them and apparently they have a deal oh, with time Warner to where really? they, they can't do it. Cause they're in a, they're, they have a deal with them. So I'm like, okay, well then I'll move. <laughs> I don't even know how that works. Like, I don't know how, how those deals work unless there's like a centralized like box somewhere but ugh. yeah so yep so that's my life right now it's 
It's nice out. It's like 65 degrees. I'm just like Man. hanging out. I've been playing a lot of Bloodborne. Joe, it's playing... it's 25 degrees here. I know. Get the hell get out wrecked. of here. <laughs> get, the, get wrecked. Get wrecked. <laughs> it's so great. It's so nice. It's raining, which is odd. The hills are green Ooh. instead of brown. It's like another world. I saw you playing Bloodborne. I've been playing a lot of Bloodborne. I'm like two bosses away from beating it. I've like, I've so, you know, like I've had minimum exposure to pretty much all the Souls games within the frame of their release, like before I started playing them. So I kind of always had some understanding of what was going on and what to do. Bloodborne, I've actually done a really good job, not like consuming anything about that game and not knowing anything about that game. And so I've just been playing it and I've almost beaten it without like really any outside help and... I don't know. It's a good game. It's uh, it got snubbed. It got giant bomb fucked up. <laughs> that that like I was super fatigued when I got done with Dark Souls two. I'm like, do I want to do this again? And I came back to this game, and I like hate Victorian age. Like I hate that aesthetic. I'm not a fan of that stuff. This game it looks fucking gorgeous. It's so fun. It's so fun. So yeah, I'm probably gonna try to beat that tonight. Uh, I, I like, it's not hard. I don't have an issue with this game. It's, it's surprisingly easy for me, but I think it's just because Bloodborne has built itself as being, it, it rewards aggressiveness. And I played Dark Souls aggressive. All my friends would be like, no, what are you doing, Joe? You're crazy. And I'm like, Leroy Jenkins. (laughs) And then I just, I just run in there, kill everything. And that's how I play Bloodborne. I play it much the same, and it rewards me for it. And everyone else is being a mamby-pamby asshole and is afraid to hit anything. And I'm like, no, just fucking hit it. Just fucking hit it. And then they die because they don't hit it. Because they're they're pussies. They're pussies, Peter. Yep. Yeah, everything I had heard was that Bloodborne was a little bit more uh, open to that sort of play style than the other Souls games were. Right, they don't. They give you a shield, but it's useless. Like it's yeah, not exactly. Well, not it, not it, in the uh, the new um, DLC the apparently. DLC, that's true. And I might need to check out that DLC just because like the one hang. So like it's a kind of a vague hang up because I really like the Souls games have been really good about presenting lore to you in a very like indirect manner. And it doesn't have a lot of exhibition about the game, and intents are very uncertain. And this one does it much the same, but there's still, like, a lot of holes in the narrative. Like, there's some things that I do have an understanding of and others that I don't. And the difference between this game and the Souls games is the Souls games have had about, say, five years of people digging into the shit and figuring out what the story actually was. And it's very clear that this game came out a year ago because everyone is still very confused about everything. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so it's just there's a, still a lot of uncertainty, and I, it's kind of a bummer that there's only going to be one DLC for this because the DLC, as far as I understood it, introduced a lot of new characters. It didn't close up a lot of other like lines that were already open, so it's just kind of like they've added more without resolving more. Maybe but, maybe that's preparing for Bloodborne too. Ah, uh, that would be great. I would play Bloodborne too. I'm very. I would like them to do more with this IP, but 
who's to say? Because Demon Souls, Demon Souls was a a one one game, and Bloodborne might be very much the same situation. You know, a Sony exclusive by From Software, but it's possible. I mean, it sold really well. Yeah, it it did very well for a uh, Sony exclusive. Um, one one thing though that this game has kind of like taught me is that the next Metal Gear game, if they ever do it, if this ever happens, it's going to suck dick. Because I've noticed this trend where when the directors of a Japanese franchise leave that franchise, the series almost inevitably go to shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, like, that's... Demon Souls, Dark Souls 1, and this were all done by the same guy, Miyazaki... Um, but then Dark Souls 2 was not done by this guy, by Miyazaki, and it was, it was a lesser experience because of it. It wasn't a bad game, it just lacked charm, and then I've noticed the same trend with something like Silent Hill, very much the same, in that the games were serviceable after the director left, but they weren't good. And now it's just gotten me thinking about how the whole Hideo Kojima falling out with Konami would potentially impact that, because everyone's like, well... Probably, you always want to be optimistic about that, but I don't know. It's just some weird philosophizing that I thought about because I feel like a lot of Western games are a lot more, a lot more palatable um, in general. So like losing a key figure on the team is not such a big deal, um, but in this case, it it really showed because this it re-sparked something. I'm ready for Dark Souls three now. Uh, that's coming soon, isn't it? Is that that's this year? I want to say March. Oh, that's really soon. Like, like in a month or something. So, so yep, I'm I'm ready, and I'll probably be done with Bloodborne by then, and I'll just be sitting here in my studio apartment with my TV in my bed. What is what is this world where Dark Souls Three is coming out before Uncharted Four? What the fuck's going on? I mean, it's the same world. That's a good question. That is actually a really good question. <laughs> that game just I, keeps I don't getting understand. delayed. <laughs> Like Uncharted, Uncharted Four keeps getting delayed. Well, I mean, I think I think the difference is like the technical prowess behind it, because like truth be told, Bloodborne, Dark Souls, all of those, those games, I mean, especially the old Dark Souls games, were never technical powerhouses. In fact, they kind of looked really bad. Um, they didn't push the hardware, and I feel like what Naughty Dog's doing with Uncharted is they're probably cutting it a little bit closer to the line. And there's probably a lot of technical bullshit that they're trying to figure that, out, you know. That's what they do, man. Yeah. That's, that's what they've always done. They all, <laughs> what was it? They were like 16 kilobytes away from crashing at all times on the PS3. Exactly. Like the closer you tow that line, the more unstable the game becomes. And then you wind up with a broken game. And I've never known Naughty Dog to put out a game that was broken. Not uh, that I know of. Yeah, they definitely don't do that. Exactly. So, like, so I I can imagine that that might be it. And what what when was when did Sony unlock the extra the extra gigabyte of oh <laughs> or the extra core the extra core was it? It was a few months ago. A few months ago. Who wants to bet money that they might? They're probably like trying to reconfigure some threading that they. That'd be great. I, you know what? I bet you, I bet you there's some, like, just some technical stuff. It's just towing the line. But, I mean, at least it was a shorter delay than Star Wars. Jesus. When they said that, I was like, are you kidding me? 
You, they had to have known that that date wasn't going to be hit like a long time ago. <laughs> I mean, you would think, but at the same time, they said it so confidently that you couldn't help but feel like, okay, maybe they do got it. Like maybe this will happen in the spring of 2017. And then they're just like, nope, fuck you, seven month delay or something like that. All the way into the Dece- to the December. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder what led to that. Like, I guess they just wanted to hit the prime box office window. I bet, you, I bet you they did so well in December because, like, nothing else comes out then. Mm-hmm. That they're just like, you know what? December is Star Wars month from now on. All the Star <laughs> Wars movies come out in December. We're going to own the box office every holiday. People are home. They want to watch movies. It's cold as shit out. They want to go get into a warm theater and eat popcorn. December. What kind of- what kind of crazy world would we live in if, say, like, they're like, well, all of our previous, like, forecasting calculations dictate that December is not a good time to release a movie, and then Star Wars The Force Awakens came out, and it, like, broke all the algorithms that, like, <laughs> took into account the forecast. It's like, nope, now December is the most successful, because Star Wars was the highest grossing film of all time. I mean, it's possible. I mean, I don't, I don't know how much weight you should give one movie in for forecasting. I don't know. Either way, it was a big delay, and it's really interesting. Like, I, I guess it, it must have been a combination of like, well, we're gonna probably have to delay it, but you know, instead of pushing it into June and having it compete with a probably a Marvel movie, let's just like put it in December. I mean, not to say that they would, like, be competing. Like, Star Wars will blow Marvel out of the water. Well, I mean... I mean, it... Hmm. Oh, cannibalization. That would be an issue. Yeah, I was going to say, they're both owned by Disney now, so... Fuck. Disney is too strong. Please nerf. Which, by the way, I cannot wait for Civil War. I am... I saw the trailer to that, and it might be the first time that I am actually, like, give a shit about a... Well, I kind of want to see Deadpool, but but like for all serious purposes, it might be one of the first superhero movies that I actually give a shit about for a while. Hmm. You know what? No, I mean I want to see Batman versus Superman too. Really? Yeah, I do. I, I haven't been very impressed with what I've seen of it, but I I am intrigued. I see. Like this is a trend. As I get older, I'm kind of sick of the whole like popcorn blockbuster summer films which you know that's not a problem i'm not necessarily dissing them as bad movies but like i kind of want a little bit more to chew on i want some intrigue and civil war and and batman versus superman like are exactly that of it's it's two supposed supposed to be friends who are now fighting over like there's some complexity that oh, yeah. I enjoy. And and I mean the main I mean this is kind of a silly thing but the main thing I'm super pumped about for Civil War is that it's going to have Spider-Man in it. But the more news we get about the whole Spider-Man thing, the more it sounds like it might actually suck. Because nah, yeah. because they keep talking about like the deal and how Sony's Sony's always one step away from backing out of the deal and not and Sony's always trying to get their way with the deal and it's like Fuck you, Sony. Just let Marvel do their goddamn thing. Like, you're going to fuck it up. Sony's going to fuck it up. Sony's all like, we're not sure if we should get a cut of this new hit Marvel movie. Instead, we kind of want to fund a new Final Fantasy uh, (laughs) movie. We want to help Square make this dream a reality. 
you know, there's big bucks to be made off of this Final Fantasy VII's lineage. But Spider-Man's too much. We can't do that. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, I enjoy Spider-Man, but, like, he's just been kind of... There's just been this thing. There's been, been this sort of weird renaissance in Marvel where it's like every superhero has to be this wise-cracking smartass. And as, as fun as that can be, I've, I've gotten enough of it. So Spider-Man has just kind of like fallen out of favorability with me. I mean, I'll watch a movie with him in it, but he's not the draw. He's not the headline. I just, but that's yeah. just me. Even beyond his uh, personality, I just really like his moveset more than a lot of superheroes. You like his alpha or his beta moveset? <laughs> what, 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 what does that mean? I don't know. Isn't that a Marvel versus Capcom thing? Oh yeah. Well, they yeah. They, yeah, it's super. I'm I'm on. I I never know which one is which. I just always <laughs> take the one that they recommend. They usually have like an arrow. It's like recommended. I'm like, okay, sure, I'll do that okay. one. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sounds great. I don't know how to do this. <laughs> I can't juggle. Uh. Yeah. But yeah. So, kind of see hateful eight. I might go see a movie alone. I don't know yet. We'll see. I start work next week. I know. I know. It's going to be fun, maybe. I was. I requested a Mac because I, I want yes. to kind of try that out. No, you and, made the right choice, Joe. That's what okay. I have. Well, I mean, after being on Windows for the past three years in at Cisco, I can probably figure that any sort of Unix-based system is going to be miles superior yes. for the kind of work I do. Yes, it's it's but, fantastic. But here's the deal, yo. I got contacted by my hiring manager, and he's all like, oh, hey, Joe, I'm blah, 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 blah. Uh, you want me to order you your laptop? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I would like a Mac if that's possible. He's like, yeah, sure. Which one would you like? And it's like a high end, the low end, and the middle. And I'm like, give me the high end. I yeah. want the 15 inch i7 bullshit, whatever. Mac, I 15 inch MacBook Pro i7. That's the I exact think, one. I that's the exact so. one I have. So I think my model is mid 2015. Yep, that's that's the it, newest one. Yeah, but it's like 500 gig SSD or yep, some shit. That's like, literally the same model I have. We are going to be laptop well, buddies. Well, see, that's the thing. <laughs> this is where it gets weird. Because he's like, would you like a PC or a Mac? And I'm like, Mac? He's like, I'd like, I would like the high-end one. And he's like, oh, wait. Well, I can't order it for you. The recruiter said they already got your PC. Oh. And he, well, he just said your PC. And I, at that point, I wasn't sure. It's like, are you referring to Windows PC? Or are you referring to the generic term personal computer? Yeah. I didn't have the heart to ask him because I didn't want to seem snobby about it. But I'm like, okay, sounds good, I guess. Ugh. So now I'm not actually sure because they never responded to my email requesting a Mac, even though that's what I was supposed to do. So we're about to find out real quick if I'm going to have to go back to HR and be like, can I have another laptop? Yeah. I mean, hopefully, so, yeah. I, yeah. Especially for yeah. work. For work, Mac is like really important it's like especially for programmers like just having a unix based system oh yeah well because like all of my projects have involved me uh sshing into a server and you know you can do that all with putty but then there's just like certain yeah there's just certain editing it's features. just easier to be able to just do it directly from the terminal and not worry about it and that and all the wikis for our like in, in our installation process are all written with linux in mind 
So it's just kind of like when you're on Windows, you're like, okay, I kind of need to find a workaround because this program, this free uh, open source program does not exist for Windows. There is no installer. Yep. Exactly. I've encountered that quite a bit. Oh, so you got to get some homebrew going on. Uh, there, some people are like, "Would well, you? How maybe you could run a VM?" And I'm like, "My computer is way too bogged down with a bunch of antivirus bullshit that that's not going to be like a viable <laughs> option. I'm not VMing, or I'm going to try to avoid it. I'd I'd sooner dual boot. I'd sooner just do that. Oh yeah. No, yeah, it, it's it's. I think the optimal setup, and it's what I've been doing for the past, you know, since I got here, is a Mac laptop for uh, work, and then a Windows PC for games and other fun things. Other fun things. I'd yeah, like you know, you I show need, me your fun things. Yeah, I need, I need that graphics card. I need, to, I need to feel your fun I need, things. I need, I need a graphics card and is in four. As many monitors as I can hook into the graphics yes. card, pumping as many yes. pixels onto screen at 120 oh, yeah. hertz. Oh yeah, just Eight. keep pumping. Yeah. <laughs> keep pumping. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of pumping graphics cards, uh, VR. What about it? It's expensive. I know. You know what is weird to me though. I'm people surprised. Didn't see it coming. Yeah, I'm surprised people didn't like. People kept saying, like, okay, you know, you know, I, you know how I've been going to that whole squiggly bit thing where it's a bunch of yeah. indie programmers. Up until yes. that announcement, every every week that we'd have a meeting, they'd be like, "Yeah," and then once the Oculus comes out, we can start programming for it, and <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be the next big thing. And, bo- and I'm just like, guys. No, it's not. It's, I mean, it'll be popular someday, but at first it's going to be a niche thing. And they didn't listen to me until the price got announced. They're like, I just don't understand why it's $600. He said oh, it was going to be 300 why, why, why is it 600 I don't understand. It shouldn't be that. Unless, like, I saw this coming a mile away, guys. Like, it's so obvious. I mean, even if that wasn't. Yeah, it's just like they put in all of this shit to make it not kill you. Like, not, like, they've done everything they can. Like, there's, what, doesn't it require, like, five USB ports? I think it's, it's, oh, God, is it four or five? I know that it, it, it's, like. It's absurd. It's, it's more than you would expect. You know expect. what I think it is? I think it's, like, three USB 3s and, like, two USB 2s. Like, something stupid yeah, like that. Something retarded like that. The, the point being is they are doing everything they can to make this, one, super ergonomic, two, super, uh, super, uh, Ah, oh, shoot, I've already lost the word. Um, immersive, you know, getting rid of the uh, the screen window, that all, all that shit. And then three, making sure that it won't fuck you up after 15 minutes of use. You know, yeah. they're trying to reduce that latency and all that, and they've just put so much of it in there, and you're not making this on, like, in mass. You know, you're making it surprisingly small, and then the shipping, and then just there's so much money. Of course it's going to be expensive. Oh, yeah, like... It- it's all custom hardware. It's not off right. the shelf. Like it, it makes it expensive, and I think that's what it's going to be like for the um, Oculus and the Vive. I know there's other ones that are going to be cheaper. I think the PlayStation One will be cheaper, but not that much cheaper. Maybe like right. four or five hundred dollars. And then mm-hmm. um, there's the one that is it. Uh, who's the PC manufacturer that makes mice and shit? Um, um I don't know. Well, they're doing, oh. Uh, 
Razer? Yeah, Razer's no. doing their own VR thing called OSVR, and I think that's oh. going to be the low end. They're coming out at $300, I believe. But their stuff's like noticeably like less quality. Well, um, yeah. So like that's that's one of the things like uh, it, 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 Oculus is pretty damn pricey. Um at least compared to what people apparently were expecting. And someone posted something on Facebook. It was a Someone is currently working on I want I think it's an open source project where they're trying to get it so that you can stream from your PC onto your phone and then use that like use Google Cardboard or something like that to like to use that as your headset. Yeah. And they're and they're like, oh yeah, I, like I'm not sure if they were trying to be snide or if they recognized how stupid this idea was because I went on boards and people were like, yeah, the latency is a little bit too much. Like fifty, like just just too much. And the person who was working on it was like, "Well, just lower your resolution to like ten twenty four." And I'm just like, "That's absurd! Like that's way too low resolution." And also that latency. The whole reason why like you can't have a little bit of latency is because you start getting sick. With by the Oculus having like four or five USB ports, they're able to make it scalable. That means when the graphics get better. Um, it can still pump out all of that data and it will not hopefully not hinder your experience yeah. versus this like this is the the uh, bottleneck for this would be how quickly your phone can take in signal and then process it and I don't think that technology is going to get any more advanced in like the next couple of years because no one uses it no and and Wi-Fi is like wireless technology is inherently limited by the speed of sound. Right. So, like, even if you're, the thing is, like, it just because you can say, oh, well, the latency is only 50 milliseconds, like, it's not playing the game that's the problem with, like, high latency. It's the motion sickness that will come from it. And it doesn't have to be, like, 500 meg, like, 500. You don't have to have a ping of 500 for it to start to take a toll on you. It can be as little as 50. So. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember what Carmack said it was. Wasn't it like anything like above 20 you could you have the potential of getting motion sickness? Probably. That, I mean that's probably like the low like as high like the lowest of low. Like I'm sure it can be bearable past that, but you're still going to get sickness like within 10 minutes or 15 minutes and that's not a pleasant way to play that. Yeah. You know, I want to be hooked in. What I'm basically saying is I want to be hooked in for a week and not have to get up and <laughs> sit there. Oh gosh. Your your uh your your bones just start to decay because of the But lack my boner of never decays. <laughs> your 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 cal- calcium from your bones is seeping out. I'll just be browsing Reddit with some dank memes and Mr. Skeletal getting my calcium but we we yeah. someday we're gonna wake up and it's just Wally. Just that's what happened. I I fine. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Like we're already on that path. Let's just go whole ham into it. But yeah, as far as your squiggly bit is concerned, I don't even give a shit if it was like three hundred and fifty dollars. The working on Oculus is gonna take so much more time. Like I'm not sure. Like I know the dev kits have been out for a while, but I'd be remiss to say that anyone on your team understands how to like effectively use them. Oh no. And this is, this is one of the things And and I know that I don't have expertise, 
But some of the things that people say on the team, and I, I don't want to be bad-mouthing people on the team because I am part of the team and I'm trying to do my best and I think everyone's trying to do their best, but a lot <laughs> of people on the team don't really understand the technical aspects of things. And it's only me and a few other dudes that are the technical people and then everyone else is like oh. artists and idea people. And... um. They'll, they're just like, oh, yeah, we can just make it be uh, a third-person uh, top-down game, and then if we decide to, we could just make it Oculus later. I'm like, okay, no, um, because you, you said if it's Oculus, you want to make it first-person. You don't de- you can't design a game to be third-person top-down and just change it to be first-person. Right. It's not that easy. Like there's right. design there's design decisions that are made. There's technical aspects. We're, we're designing it top-down. There's no ceilings. <laughs> when we make it, if we, if we, we forgot we, about the ceilings. <laughs> if we ever made it first person, then all of a sudden we'd have to make ceilings everywhere. Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, you you need to start accounting for those angles. Like they were talking about this on the bombcast. Like people making a three sixty porno is all of a sudden you have to account for not only what's in front of the camera but what's behind, and the same applies to games. And that, and you might also have to make minor adjustments like physics changes. Like, you know, if you're going to be moving your head around, you know, or you don't want anything jostling you, you know? Uh, Yeah. So I'm glad you brought up porn because honestly... Oh, yeah, I'm always glad to bring (laughs) up porn. (laughs) I mean, I want to try... Uh, video games in VR, but what I really want to try is porn in VR, just because I'm just so curious. I just really want to know what it's like to make love to a beautiful woman. <laughs> I don't understand women. Joe. I don't. I want to know what love is. I want VR to show me. <laughs> I don't know. It's just because at bite. least with a game. Um, the world is rendered in 3D, so I feel like that could translate well. What I don't understand about the whole porn thing is, yeah, you can use a 360-degree camera, but would it still be in 3D, or is it just 2D that wraps around your face? Would that look weird? I don't I don't know. I want to see what it looks like. I feel like it I, would be kind of weird. I think it... I mean, yeah, I'm sure, like, smart men... Top men Top are working men. on a way to get your porn to 3D and in a 360 panorama view. I mean, I think it can be done. I wouldn't. I'm trying to think yeah. of like why it couldn't. I guess I just haven't heard of a 360 3D camera yet. I've heard of 3D cameras, but I haven't heard of a 360 degree 3D camera. Just, uh, just uh, send the message to Mark Zuckerberg. And I'm sure he'll be able to find a solution in about an hour or he'll something. Just, he'll just be like, "Okay, I gotta do some research on this. Give me, give me a few months." No, Mar- you just go <laughs> to Mark Zuckerberg and you're like, "Hey, I have this idea for like, like a panoramic 360 video, but it also needs to be 3D." And it's like, "Oh no, I got gotcha, you, fam!" And he just walks over to the wall, punches a button, it opens up, and there's like a bunch of sex pillows. And a fucking VR helmet is like, <laughs> no, I also wanted to watch porn in 3D panoramic view. And it's like, I never mentioned that. And he's like, but I knew what you meant <laughs> because I'm Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, but yep. Brave new world. I'm, I can't, I'm really fascinated to see some of the other stuff, the other VR headsets to come out. Oh yeah. Um, I think, 
I I mean, I might get one eventually. I feel like everyone's going to get one eventually just because. Yeah, I mean, eventually there's going to be one that is the one that won out. The the, the I mean, format war will be waged and we'll see who wins. Well, and even, I mean, I don't even necessarily mean, like, well, yeah, we'll see which one is popular. But me, like, with having money, we'll just be like, fuck it, let's just buy one. Oh yeah, like I'm sure, but, but I, some lockdown happens. Yeah, I, I, I at least want to wait it out to see which one survives. Because what if in six months it's just like, oh yeah, Oculus. Remember that company that completely crashed and burned, and then PlayStation took over, or oh, the Vive. Somehow the Vive got popular, and then the Oculus was complete. Or the Oculus made it, but the Vive fucking crashed. Like, well, the one, the one thing that the Oculus has is didn't people who put in to their Kickstarter, aren't they getting one? For free, yes. Yes. So it's going to at least have some sort of install base. Even if no one else buys it for like the $600 price point, at least there are people around who will have one. You know, so that, that'll be interesting like to see. Because at that point, if you're going to have that install base, developers have to answer the question of, do we develop this with the Oculus's toolset, or do we hedge our bets on something else? And the problem with something else is, something else might still be five hundred or four hundred and fifty dollars, and you're not sure if it's even if that lower price point will be enough to get them up to the install base of the Oculus. Yeah. So that'll be something interesting to see is if that initial jump in people already having oculuses will affect how the adoption rate for the other vr headsets will be and how developers will treat that in the future i wonder if what i'm kind of hoping and i this is probably way down the line because we're still in the infancy stage of this what i'm hoping is that at some point we just reach a standardization so that way it doesn't matter which company's VR headset I buy. It'll be compatible with everything. Oh, yeah. Either a standardization or someone develops wrappers or some something like that. Like, yeah, you know, it's kind of like... like how 3... It's like how 3D has been, where there are games that will feature 3D, and there are some who will be generous enough and will be like, here are all the options. Here's your stereoscopic, uh, all those other... The different variations of 3D. Hopefully they can get to that with VR, but then have an actual rapper that will detect that. Who knows? Yeah. Rappers are good at detecting things. Um, Rapper. Yeah. Rappers are good at rapping. Yeah. <laughs> Dropping dope ass beats. Oh, uh, so planet X. What is planet X? You know, have you heard about this? No. Have you heard about this? So apparently we're turning into solid statement progressively, but who gives a shit? I need to talk to someone oh, about this. Okay, I remember. I remember now. Planet X is that planet that's like the size of Neptune. It's really far away. Yes. So, yeah. So, apparently, the guy who brought you such hits as Eris and turning Pluto into a dwarf planet has recently come <laughs> across data with regards to some... I want to say they're just asteroids. They're either asteroids, comets. They're probably a little bit of both. Some space rocks, they have weird orbits, and he's not sure why. And the data that he has calculated and crunched has determined with, like, I want to say it's like a 99.93% probability that there's some interference going on with an object with the mass 
of Neptune beyond Pluto, somewhere around, I think it was 600 astronomical units, which for perspective, Neptune is 30 astronomical units from the sun. So we're looking at an object that's somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 times further out than Neptune with regards to distance from the sun. That is presumed to be the mass of Neptune. Now, whether or not that makes it a gas, it's probably a gas giant. It probably is. But, you know, it doesn't have to be all gas to be that massive. Though it probably will will have gas. We probably will have an atmosphere. With that kind of mass. But yeah, so he came across it. They haven't seen it yet. They said that that distance, as luck would have it, is so far away that there's no reflective light. And the heat generated from the planet's core, if it's still active, will be generating more heat than any sort of solar radiation that's hitting it from the sun. So now they're trying to figure out where the fuck this thing is and if it even exists. (laughs) <laughs> That's crazy. I this is the type of stuff that excites me. This is really fucking cool. I'm really fucking like I mean, I was born too late to explore the world. Oh, yeah. I was born way too early to explore the galaxy. But right now, right now I am in the time of dank memes and the potential of another ninth planet finally being discovered after all these years another another ninth planet no yes we're it's, it's like that. it's like they had a job opening for like 10 years and they finally got a replacement <laughs> basically so yeah it's interesting i think the, the one hang up you know like obviously the big issue is no one has actually seen this object so who's to say if it actually fucking exists but, like, they're basically saying that their mathematical models point to something existing. And he's also saying that, like, you know, it's, it's the guy who, guy who discovered a bunch of other smaller, like, dwarf planets. So he has some credibility in the field. But, you know, it, they haven't seen it yet. And it's so far away. And still, it'll be cool. I look forward to hopefully, if this thing is, like, deemed to exist... For them, 30 years from now, sending a probe by that motherfucker, because I want to see it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how far the what is it, the Pioneer, the Voyager, has gotten out of our solar system, but if they could they could reach that. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I'd that, be down. Yeah, Voyager got was it Pioneer? I, I forget what it's called, but yeah, which one? It, it got pretty far. It's it's far out there. Took it a long time, but it got out there. Finally got out there. So. Yep, they say this planet's orbit has uh, its its orbital period is fifteen thousand years, which is crazy. Jeez, okay. Yeah, which <laughs> interestingly enough, not too far away from the last in- extinction event on Earth. Weirdly enough, but um, yeah, they they hypothesize. I'm just gonna keep talking about the science because this thing fascinates me to no end. I feel like I'm the only one fucking really stoked about this, but. It's uh, they theorize that it probably just got like whipped out of the solar system, uh, you know, sometime early on Man. in the when everything was chaotic and a mess. You know, everything else is pretty close to the sun, relatively speaking. So this guy probably got out through some external event or some just chaos in general. Uh, they predicted the orbit. The orbit is not quite elliptical, or it is elliptical. 
but it's not quite regular. Um, like, you know, it's not, it's an oval, but it's kind of like, you know, how comets get really close to the sun and then they get really far away. Yeah. And they're kind it kind, it's kind of like that, but not quite as biased. So like, you know, it can be a difference of 600 astronomical units and then like 650 astronomical units like it can vary depending on where it's at um but yeah and that's about it that's about all they know this is interesting times they're gonna what if okay what if this is such a big revelation that the guy that made universe sandbox has to be like fuck (laughs) i gotta redo it from scratch again Dude, that's literally the first thing I thought about when I heard about this. Like, oh, fuck. We're going to need to go back into Universe Sandbox and add this other planet. <laughs> Hopefully it shouldn't be too big of an issue because he, he's using real physics models to determine the orbits of objects in space. So I don't, I don't think adding an additional Neptune-sized planet will throw off the balance. But yeah, no, it's... I'm really interested. I think what I'm most excited for, I mean, one, obviously discovering a new planet of this size in my lifetime is really cool. That's, that is interesting to me, but I'm also really interested if there's the fiction that will be made surrounding this planet, because like, I feel like a lot of our, our fiction about the solar system has largely been off of us not knowing things. Like it's our, it's the unknowns that we find so compelling like, you know, all the fiction about Mars, you know, oh, is there life on Mars? We don't know. And so as a result, we have a bunch of fucking Martian movies. Um, and, you know, it, it just has proceeded to fascinate us. And with this, this is even more shrouded in mystery. I mean, of course, we're not probably going to find a life on this planet or anything like that. But still, the idea that it exists is just something that it's like, imagine, if you will, interstellar. The wormhole they went through in that movie was outside of, I want to say, Saturn or Jupiter. What if they had just been like, nah, fuck it. We're going to put it by this other planet because reasons, because mystery. Maybe it's a wormhole. We don't know. So maybe Doom was on this planet all along. Maybe Doom was never on Mars. Interesting someday, time. Someday we'll know. We got we to gotta make a spaceship and go out there. I mean, travel. yes. That, that's, I know. I'm, I'm looking forward to growing up. Oh, shit. Yeah, I wonder how long the downlink. So, so, like, when Pluto was snapping its shots, it took it a while to send the signals of all the high-res imagery back to us. Um, Pluto is also like f- about 35 astronomical units away. I think even less than that. So 600 astronomical units, not only will it take it forever for that satellite to get out there, but the pictures to be sent back to us will take probably a take time. a lifetime. Yeah. God, I, you know, I should actually really talk to someone about this because I'm getting excited about seeing this new planet and I might actually be dead before any sort of mission can be sent. Fuck. Yep. Fuck. I fucked up. Peter. Yeah. Like, I yeah. Fucked. You're going to so what you're going to have to do is you keep telling like your grandson to, that he has to look at the pictures when they come back. <laughs> uh. Now listen, listen here a little 
Joe Jr., when you I want you to I want you to drink your milk every day. I want you to grow up big and strong so one day I can have your liver. Because <laughs> granddad doesn't want to stop drinking, but granddad wants to live long enough to see the new planet Vulcan. So you're gonna have to get big and strong and then we're gonna harvest your organs. I'm really hopeful that I okay, so Technology has advanced really far with, like, growing organs in, like, labs and shit. Yeah. I really hope that by the time we're old, we can just live forever. Just keep replacing Shit, everything. dude. I've talked, I've talked to my dad about this. Cause, and apparently back in, like, the 70s, the 80s, they had the same goddamn mentality, Peter. They thought the same thing. They're Oh, no, like, but we're so close. We're closer now. They, thought they were close i mean technically we're closer i mean technically we're closer but how close is closer i don't know it's yeah, like what it's isn't it the it's the classic programming thing where 90 percent of the work takes like no time and then like the last 10 percent takes forever probably all that bureaucracy actually that would probably be it they would probably find a way to make organs and then they'd be like, well, now we need to pass legislation, and that's going to take yeah. us like 15 years. The FDA has to approve this. Also, it's going to cost you about $100,000. Then all that money goes to some space Obama. and uh... <laughs> Basically, yeah. So, so damn Joe, it, now I'm depressed. Don't be depressed, Joe, because I have one more news story, and then we're going to wrap this up. All right, that sounds great. Or awful. It's actually well. So here's it's the thing. Actually there, awful. There's a good. There's good news and there's bad news. You want me to go with the good news first or the bad news first? Bad news is always first. I don't even know why people ask the question. That question. Bad so news first. The bad news is that Harmonix announced some more rock band songs that are getting removed from the service because they couldn't get the licenses back. Were they just too expensive? Um, or where usually, people like fuck harmonics They're like we fucking hate you guys We're not giving you the license Usually it's the latter Usually it's uh, the, the companies that Made the deal Don't want to continue With the deal That's interesting That's interesting that they would hmm, Okay. Yeah I'm not really sure I'm not sure why But what I do know is that and this is a bummer for me because I was I was hope the fact that these songs were still on the service made me hopeful hopeful for better things. But they're removing Guns and Roses Chinese Democracy from the store. Why is that a bad thing? So I don't like Chinese, Chinese democracy. democracy. Was terrible. It was pretty bad, but it made me hopeful that maybe someday they'd get more Guns and Roses on the service. But if even the worst Guns N' Roses album can't be on the service, then there's no way that the other ones are going to get on the service. That's true. That is a an issue. Well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, like Axel is the owner of Guns N' Roses. Yes. But is. but is he under the same record label that they originally were? So the thing about Guns N' Roses music is that whenever a deal is made, Axel and Slash have to have to agree. Oh. And that so that's the reason why Chinese democracy was put into rock band and not all the other ones was because at the time, I mean it was the new album and Axel owned all of it, 
but all the old stuff, it's Slash has to agree as well. Mm. And guess who was in Guitar Hero? Slash was in Guitar Hero. So So Axel just took his ball and went home. Yeah, Axel's like, fuck you, I'm putting my shit in rock band. But (laughs) but the other stuff couldn't get into rock band because Slash was like, Nope. That's kind of that's kind of a bummer though. Like, I know. You would almost hope that Slash just wouldn't give a shit anymore and just be like, but that's I'm not thing. getting money from this, so whatever. That's the thing. He I I don't think Slash really gives a shit that much. I think that's like part of his like persona. But that's you can but there's <laughs> like two ways of giving a sh- or not giving a shit. You can either be like, Yeah, I don't care, whatever. That kind of not giving a shit. And then there's the no fuck you, I don't give a shit about you. Not giving a shit. <laughs> it's a really, it's a really nuanced. Yeah. Not, it's really nuanced. Not giving a shit. There's there, a technique to it. The, so there's the classic rumor, and like no one knows if this actually happened, but there's the classic rumor that the way that Harmonix negotiated to get uh, uh, Chinese Democracy on Rock Band was that they took the the cover, they took a copy of Ro- of Guitar Hero Three to Axel and showed them Slash on the cover and was like. So be in our game now because <laughs> you hate Slash so much that we'll put you in our game. <laughs> uh. um, hmm. Well, speaking of which, uh, wasn't aren't they supposed to have a reunion concert? Yep. Where, when, and where is that at? Oh God, what's that? What's that big it's Coachella? Coachella? Yeah, it's in Coach. So that's the problem. It's Coachella. That, yeah, that's. Is, how's that a problem? It's in the middle of fucking desert. <laughs> Let's go to the desert, Peter. Let's uh, for, forget Vegas. Fuck Vegas. Let's go wanna, to a different desert. You want to go to Coachella? Well, so I have friends. I have a friend who will not be named, but who is way into that shit. Okay. The Burning Man, the Coachellas. Okay, like, seriously, if you want to go, we can get tickets. Like, that's the thing. They're sold out, but that's because people buy them hoping that the price will go up and then they can sell them on eBay and shit. So... They're sold out technically, but we can get tickets from secondhand so, markets. So I'm going to get in touch with this, my friend eventually. I'm going to see what he's up to because we talked about this like sometime this summer about potentially doing this nonsense because I'm totally into that hippy-dippy bullshit. Oh, dude. And if if uh, if he has plans on being a part of a caravan down to that nonsense, then, then I, I will totally – to and then we can and this totally would be a, do this. a fucking dream come true. Like I, I've posted this on social media. The last time that real guns, I call them real guns and roses because that's what as, real, a, as opposed yeah. to those guns with the orange caps on the end of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the last time real guns and roses performed was the year I was born. So my entire lifetime, I haven't <laughs> been able to see real guns and roses and this could be it. The only downside is, Axel's voice is a fucking mess. So it might be a shit show. It might be a shit show, but we'll have to see. Uh, Slash Slash still has it. Slash can still wreck a guitar, but Axel's voice is really bad now. So (laughs) we'll see. We'll see. This is a, this is something I would be on board with. um, When that time comes figuring that out. But yeah, I will. Yeah, I mean I it's it's May. We got so we have to figure out by May. All right, that's that's plenty of time. That's well, yeah, relatively speaking. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So th- so wait. So that was all the that was all bad news. 
Was there good news? Did you put the good news in that? So here's the good news. What's the good news? Actually, one more bad news. Fuck. So uh, Harmonix announced that they had to delay their January update for Rock Band 4. All right. Which includes uh, the what's that the 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 hat that the guy from Psychonauts wears? They they're gonna have that hat and then a whole bunch of Raz's hat. Yeah, and then a whole bunch of uh, other stuff. They're delaying it till February, and it will be the February update, and it's gonna have like uh, enhancements such as uh, play when you play a show, it'll upload your scores to the leaderboard before only quick play would would upload to the leaderboard. And they're fixing a bunch of exploits. Like, there were, I don't know, there's a bunch of weird exploits. The out of bounds glitch. <laughs> well, there was a weird exploit where you could initiate star power and it would, like, last longer than it's supposed mm-hmm. to. And they fixed that. But I don't know if that's a problem. <laughs> so, here's the thing that, here's the good news. They've announced okay. that uh, Rock Band 4 has done well enough that they're going to keep supporting it. For the for, for the foreseeable future, with monthly updates, they <clears> so <throat> they they uh, said that each month they're gonna sh- have a press release that tells what's in each update, and already they have plans um, through April. So come May, they'll be like, yeah, actually our accounting department fucked up and put an additional <laughs> zero on our <laughs> revenue. We're actually gonna have to lay everyone off. Oh, We're so geez. sorry. I mean, it made the NPD list the, the the month it came out, so it must have done okay. The National Police Department. I don't know what it sounds the, it stands the, for. I we talked we actually didn't we talk about this? Probably we've talked about this in a previous podcast. And then you're just like, it's like IGN, and I'm like, but IGN meant something once upon a time. <laughs> Regardless, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, monthly updates are nice. I like monthly updates. Oh yeah. Unless they're nine gigs, and then I don't like monthly updates. Oh god! I hope this is nine gigs. the The game itself is only like sixteen gigs. They're just they're all like yeah we decided not to release uh we just decided to put on Rock Band one and two in our update. I don't uh, know. so they actually did that. Well, not in, not in an update, but you can import Rock Put Band. Put the Beatles Rock you, Band. Oh, dude. That'll never happen. Beatles. It, th- for years, that's the only Rock Band game that you can't export because the Beatles don't care. Because the Beatles are on iTunes now. <laughs> they are. I listen to them. I know. Ah, oh, uh, well. That's it. I think that, that's it. I, um, I think my, my folks... My folks are probably going to be calling me in a few minutes, so okay. I'm going to let you go. Yeah, it's good. man on the street giving us the good news. Giving you the goods. Just meet me in the back alley. Yeah. All right. Okay, peace. Yeah. See you around, man. Later. Well, wasn't that nice? What a nice man. Uh, okay well you've listened to another episode of shit gamers say I really gotta take a shit right now and that's not what I'm saying it's something that I actually have to evacuate from my bowel 
So yeah, please, please, if you can, give us a review on iTunes. We would appreciate that. I usually go through and check if there's new reviews, but I don't. I'm got to poop. So, oh god. Okay, so we'll do that tomorrow. I mean next week, not tomorrow. That we don't. It's not a daily podcast. Uh, but yeah, uh, you can find Joe and me on social media. Our media, social media handles are going to be in the description of this podcast. Uh, please subscribe if you can, uh, as well as review us. Um, we have a website called ZucchiniThumbs.com. If you want to go there, that's that's cool. You can find the RSS feed and some old videos. And sometimes we do streams. Not very often, but we do sometimes. And our Twitch stream, our Twitch streams are linked there, so you can check those out. If we ever do anything, we might. We've done a few streams in the past. So, yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, it's a solo cast. Joe, it was just me. Remember, no one else was on this podcast. As I said from the beginning. It was just me. Bye. Oh, you hear the music and you know what this is. This is Censored Gamers Say Shit.